The strongest stars have hearts of Kaiba. I'm one with the force of forces with me. Now witness the firepower of this fully armed and operational battle station. We'll use the force. That's not how the force works. Well, that starts somewhere. Welcome to the KyberCast. This is episode number 172, recorded February 9th, 2023. My name is Joe Becker. I'm one half of the KyberCast team. The other half with me, as always, is... Michael Diaz. How's it going, Joe? Hey, Michael. I'm frantic. As you can tell, we both are a little frantic today. Like, uh, I had a lot of stuff going on today. Uh, not that, you know, not going to get into it, but um, just a crazy day. And uh, so I'm trying to wrap my head around stuff. I, in fact, things have been so nuts uh, to our listeners. listeners you know, uh, I dig the Bad Batch, but for somehow I missed two weeks of it. So I have to catch up and not even, you know, I don't know what was going on, but uh, uh, I somehow yeah, missed it. Yeah, that's funny. Because I, like, well, you already know this, but yeah. I raced home and was trying to finish this week's episode. So, like, oh, man, I'm so behind. I need to catch up so Joe doesn't get mad and we don't cover it. And then uh, you didn't see last week's shit. So we're good. We're good. We're good. I just don't know this, you know, hey, look, full disclosure, we don't have as much content as the DC one as we had last week. So <laughs> we're going to be more conversational here and things will come up and I'll, you know, um, we'll, we'll figure it out. It'll be a good episode, but man, that DC had a ton and it was great to talk about that. We were fired up, um, had a lot, had some great responses from our listeners. So thank you very much. Uh, you know who you are, all you great KyberCast listeners of uh, KyberCats. Is that what we call No, we shouldn't call them. Wow. <laughs> all you um, KyberCats and kittens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at old DJ. Hey, Welcome all you cabber cats. And oh, I was making uh, the Tiger King reference. Remember all you cats and kittens? His nemesis. Oh. Did, did you watch that? No, I'm thinking more like Wolfman Jack or something. Oh, like, no, there's like, this woman in there that says nemesis, and she has a radio show or no, a podcast, and she always says, hey, all my cats and kittens. Oh, so jeez. Yeah. cats and kittens. There we're you not, go. We're not doing that. The, wolf, uh, the three listeners that listen to us will just stop. Um, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> We have at least five listeners. We do. Um, okay, we got pretty eventful few weeks coming up here. Yeah. Uh, in one week, I, I, it's not in the order that I have in here, but if we're going timeline-wise, in one week, we have Ant-Man Quantumania. Do you have tickets? No. I'm just so busy, I can't even think about it. I'll, I'll figure out. I got to see it in 3D, though, because it seems like they shot it that way. Did they? Uh, no, I, I don't double check. They keep calling it that. Like they're pushing it. Like I don't know why they would push it if they didn't make a decision. It doesn't Avatar seem like. Out and they're going to make. Try that's that's a good us. point. Yeah, this probably have a story too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't say uh, it should have a better than a cliched story. How's that? Well, that's true. I mean, it is setting up Kang, and the premiere was Monday. So what? Three days that we're it's three days later when we're recording this. So. Obviously, by the time everyone listens to this, it'll have been four or five days. But the premiere was Monday, and I've done a pretty good job of staying away. Yeah, from spoilers. I haven't even. When did, when does the embargo lift? I wonder. Soon, soon, probably next week. 
they probably do it like the Monday before it's allowed to come out. Yeah. I but, heard, uh, I did hear a couple of things. I heard that it's like a fantastic science fiction movie. Like this is a heavy, heavy into science fiction. I've seen several references that this is Marvel's Star Wars. Ooh, that's tough because that's not science fiction. That's fantasy. Well, okay, but like all the aliens and stuff. Well, they're not aliens, yeah, yeah. but all the different creatures and stuff. And then it's epic and blah, blah, blah. Again, I don't know. Basically, I'm just trying to stay away from spoilers because I'm not spoiling anything as I say this because we've discussed this. Yeah. But it is my impression, the my take, that Scott is going to die. I think a version of him will. Yes. Well, here's what I think. Number four or maybe 50 versions of him. Yeah. Well. I think it's going to end with apparently Scott dead, like all versions. But because this is the multiverse and because Kang is going to be jumping through time, I think he's going to die, but I think he'll come back in like the Kang dynasty or something like show up. That's what I think. Yeah. Again, there are no spoilers here. I have not read any spoilers. It's just yeah, what you're thinking. This is my my guess. Previews. Well, uh, King said something interesting in one of the previews. So it's not. It's out there. It was like you know, have I killed you yet? Like something like that. He said, like if I, right. if I like this version, uh, which I believe this version. Um, we'll see. Uh, the reason I don't think that they're gonna, he's actually gonna die, die because there's already talks of Ant Man four. But Marvel is good at putting red herrings out there, so... Yeah, it's true. It may have fed some misinformation. I think he's going to die. I don't think he's going to die for good. Yeah. What? But so, anyway. let me ask you, on a scale from 1 to 10, as it gets closer, is your expectations getting higher, lower? Oh, definitely higher. Um, the first trailer with the Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, holy cow. Yeah. I'm going to... Kudos to Marvel's marketing department because they are able to match the music and I didn't realize the remixes and all that stuff, but that first trailer blew my mind. Like when I, I said this at the time, I'm saying it again now that when I saw that trailer, I was like, I can't believe I'm this freaking excited for an Ant-Man movie. And I am. So that hasn't diminished. I, yes, we expect a lot of humor from Ant-Man. I don't know where to get so much of that this time. But this being the very first movie of Phase 5 and introducing Kang, who we know is going to be the big bad of 5 and 6, I, I think this movie has massive applications. And I think Disney is going to make close to a billion dollars on an Ant-Man movie. It's possible. That's what I think. It is possible. So, yes, my excitement is through the roof. I like... When I when I asked you if you bought tickets, I thought, should I buy tickets already? Should I should I be that guy? Do we do I have to see it next weekend? I really want to see it next weekend. But I'm high, I'm super pumped. How about you? Are you? Yeah, very. Um, I don't know how high my expectations are, but my excitement's there. I don't know what to expect. Um, neither do I. Uh, it's not like an expectation, like you know, for Obi Wan series or anything like that. I just don't know where it fits. I, I expect that they, I think they think that Marvel needs a kick in the ass to jumpstart this phase. And I think this should do it. I hope. So there's an expectation of that side of it. Like you need to like step it up, bring what you did over the last phase. Um, it's gotta be better. You know, we all agree. 
I think, or the I think the vast majority of us agree. Phase four was a bit more just disjointed, but I think it had to be. I think, you know, you ended phase three at such a high that phase four had to deal with those ramifications, but also deal with some of the mourning. We saw that in Black Panther, but we also lost, you know, we, we lost Tony. We lost Captain America. So phase four. Black, Black is Widow. Very, Black Widow. Sorry. Yeah, I didn't mean that. Michael likes to leave the women out. He doesn't think. Oh, boy. Of. Here we go. <laughs> Unintentional. I joke. Uh, if anybody really knows Michael, that they know that I'm joking. <laughs> my, my point is, though, there had to be a grieving process. They couldn't just jump back into it. They kind of had to. Part of it was, let's set the table for what's to come. But also, there is some grieving to go on. It had to be a transitional phase. But now, things are really going to start ramping up because we already know Kang is the big bad for, you know, phases five and six. I mean, one of the movies is called Avengers, the Kang Dynasty. Come on. Right. So, I'm expecting them to start phase five with a huge bang. And I hope I'm not wrong. Yeah. Is there a, an expectation to see something in Ant-Man that, that, that you're looking for? Like, uh, I don't know, you know the comics. Is there something that you think is going to jumpstart, like, characters that are new to the Marvel Universe that they're going to bring in? Like, is are we going to see a, uh, I don't know, somebody from Fantastic Four or anything like that? Do you think there'll be anything, uh, even if it's a name reference or? I don't know. Um I like I said, I've intentionally stayed away from spoilers. Apparently, no, yourself, your your head. I mean, oh, I know, I know. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what to expect because, like, seeing John Krasinski as Mister Fantastic was perfect. Now, rumor is they're going to cast someone else. That Krasinski just came in for that one time, and that's it. Though he was perfect, let me say that. Um, I loved Captain Carter. I, I loved all of it. I love seeing Professor X. We know the X-Men are coming. It's probably not going to be Professor X, you know, not going to be um, uh, Patrick Stewart as right. Professor X. I do expect cameos, but I don't know what cameos to expect. I, Like I said, I'm doing my best to stay away from spoilers. I want to be surprised. I, I, I came this close, this close to jumping on some Reddit boards after Monday night just because I, I had to know, like with Avengers Endgame, I had to know if Tony died and I actually found out before I actually watched the movie. Oh, I would, that's, that's terrible. I read the whole synopsis. I had to know. Still love the movie. Still thought it was amazing. But this time I'm like, no, don't ruin it for yourself, Michael. Just stay away. Yeah, it's such a powerful away. moment. I would hate to have known that ahead of time. Cause it's like There were so many rumors about it that, yeah, there's rumors you have in your head, but I didn't want to have a definitive yes or no. Like, I kind of knew, but I didn't want a definitive one. Right, right, right. Me, I was like, I, I don't want to be distracted the whole movie focused on, is he going to die? Is he going to die? Oh. So for me, I had it was kind of like a pressure release. <laughs> this one, because it's the beginning, it's not the end, I'm doing a much better job of staying away from the spoilers so I can just enjoy the movie and be surprised and stunned. Got so. it. Got it, got it, got it. All right. Well, then after Ant-Man, 
in a few weeks, let's say, well, just just over two weeks, March 1st, Wednesday, Mandalorian season three. About freaking time. Because is it, I mean, really, it hasn't really been that long. Yeah, I mean, they're, it they're, they're kinking. No, it hasn't. They had Book of Boba Fett, which was Mando 2.5. Yeah, but that just came up in my Facebook feed of my memories that Book of Boba Fett ended a year ago and it's been, it's going to be year. over a year, almost 13 months. Yeah. Until Mando came. That's too long. Listen, you had Pedro's doing everything, man. What do you want? He's a busy man now. He's a you busy know. man. Have you started Last of Us, Michael? I have not. All right. Man, you're missing out. I know. Um, I, I only have so much time for. Yeah, but you got to make time for the right things, too. You can't just do Lone Wolf and Cub all the time. Like, fucking it's watch this show. It's fucking classic, though. I know. It'll good. be there. It's in print. It's not in the zeitgeist right now. No one else in the world is reading that. Well, maybe two people, but. You know Here's my thing. If I'm not there at the beginning of the zeitgeist, like, if I miss out right away, like, a lot of things, I got to be there immediately. But if I'm not, then I I have no problem like waiting years. I know that's the problem, and you're missing like something that that we could be talking about that's worth talking about. Daredevil season three. Yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. And you miss all the good shit, but then you watch like I don't know. I don't know. Blows my mind. Because when does Picard come out? That comes out in a couple three weeks as well. Oh, I even put that in the notes. I knew that was hitting. I know you'll yeah. watch that day one. Only because I have Paramount Plus right now. If you didn't, you wouldn't get it to watch it for the no. month. Or, you wouldn't you just no. whatever. I thought you. So you're not a Trekkie. I am a Trekkie, but I know it's more than four episodes. So I would wait until it was done and then pay the four ninety nine and watch them all. <laughs> I yes, people. I am that Dutch. Five bucks. I'm sorry, cheap. But no, Michigan, I don't think so. Dutch. I think you just you, you you'll spend money on something else. I know you. You're like, I'll go buy 50 books at once or something. I did just spend a fair amount of money on ink. And I don't mean tattoos. Like okay, I, I was just going to get a tattoo? What do you, no, no, no. I have fountain pens and I bought oh. five colors of ink. God. <laughs> That's funny. I like, I like ink. Well, what do you do with it? I write with it. Well, I had mentioned last week, I started, uh, I started a film journal. Oh, right. And, uh, I bought ink for those fountain pens, so every time I watch a movie, I journal it, and I use a different color ink. And I also use them for my work notebook. Every every new meeting or whatever is a new color. I I rotate through five. Wow. Yeah. Just added uh, White Men Can't Jump, the original, to the film journal for all those people interested. <laughs> I saw the preview for the remake. I'm like, why? Why? Why in good Lord are you remaking That's exactly why i watched the original because i saw the preview for the remake and i was like there's no reason for this the first one is perfect as is it's fine neither one of us it's not cinematic you oh know, it's not euphoria it's like it doesn't need to be remade put it that way that's a nostalgia it was one of my dad's favorite films growing up when i was yeah. growing up so uh now that he's gone it's a little bit of nostalgia for me yeah um okay so here's some different news it's not necessarily a story coming out or a movie coming out or a show, uh, AMC theaters are going to change the way tickets are sold. Unless you're a, um, what do you call it? Uh, I think their program is called Stubbs. Stubbs, whatever their, their MVP awards, whatever the hell. Uh, I think it's called Stubbs premiere or something. Yeah. 
it's called tiered pricing and it's based on site or sight line pricing. Sorry. The best sight lines in the theater or perceived or where people tend to sit the most are going to cost more than some of the bad seats, i.e. the first four rows will be maybe if, you know, two or $3 cheaper. The one the very back rows will be a couple dollars cheaper, but the middle rows or the back rows might be middle or regular price. And then the, the high concentration of quote unquote good seats will be two to $3 more than, than what the current price is. Um, so I don't know. I, I think this is bullshit. I think it's absolute bullshit. Um, I thought all theater is supposed to be a good experience. So now you're telling me that these other ones weren't a good experience anyways. And I thought, right. you know, and then it's like, well, what if the show just doesn't sell out? Are you going to like recheck people's tickets? Cause I'll get up and fucking move. I'll buy the front row seat and then I'll like, is it, you know, seems to me if you're selling out all the time, this makes sense, but if you're not selling out. Like why, you know, I guess I just don't get it. I mean, I think this is really shitty. And it's it's also like I feel like it's uh, holding you hostage to get into their little rewards program or whatever. Like because if you pay for that, the pricing doesn't doesn't affect you. So yeah, before the pandemic- no, it's not the rewards program. Like let's it's whatever that monthly thing is where you can see like oh like oh I know you're talking about not the rewards. Yeah, you pay your like twenty five dollars a month. Yeah, you pay that and then you get to see, you know you, you're you're not part of that. Well, screw that. Right. So I feel like it's making you, they want you, if you really want all, they want to try and get you in this subscription model or whatever. Yeah, it's not happening. I, no, I get why they're up. doing it. Because AMC, I mean, let, let's face it, we, we everybody knows they're tanking, right? Yeah, but this isn't the way to help. Like, let's fuck people more. They think it's the way to help. They're it's wrong. A, it, well, it's a way to bring in some money extra, but I think you're also going to lose money. Like, I just don't know how you enforce well, this. Well, I so. think they're thinking is, their thought is probably, the people that really want to see movies, because there are people. Yeah, I know I'm one couple, of them. I know a couple of people that see enough movies that they would do the subscription, like literally go to the movie once or twice a week. Okay. During, let me, during let me, the summer, I have a friend who will go to movies at least once a week, if not more often. I would. If I had the time and I can talk my wife and always going. If it was right. just me living by myself, I probably would have that over a Netflix subscription. Right. Okay. Because I like to go out and see the movies, but I like the movie theater experience too. So if if that was exactly if I was a single guy, yes, I would probably do that. Now, their thought process is the people that will do that will actually will buy will sell more subscriptions that way, and the people that don't will show up to the theater and not realize oh shit, they have this new model, this sightline model, and we're already here at the theater, and I guess we're gonna have to pay extra if we want to see this film. Yeah, but for how long? Like I've gone some of the movies I've seen, like the Avatar that I saw where I was in New Hampshire. There was only like ten people in there, right? Like, so why don't I just buy the front row seat and move to the expensive one? Usher doesn't give a shit who's getting ten dollars an hour. <laughs> like, let me check your tickets. Did you really buy these? What the fuck do they care? There's ten people in the theater. I will say this: even even just the way they do tickets now, where you pick your seat. Well, I like I, that. Well, no, I like it too, but I can't sneak in anymore. Well, no, because you don't know if somebody bought that ticket. Exactly. But if, but if a movie is like, you know, three, four weeks old, you can find a spot. Oh, yeah. 
No movies sell out all the time. It's pretty rare no, now. No, no. Because there's just so too I many screens. I, I think it's a mistake, maybe, but I don't run movies, movie theaters, so maybe I'm wrong. Um, I, mean, I kind of like what they do here, like celebration, like we'll bring food to you. We'll bring like, you want a premium seat? Here's a premium seat where you get service. I get that. You want this table thing and, you know, we're going to bring you food out to you and so you, have to, you don't have to get up and leave and you can order it again and like we'll bring it to you during the movie and they have a way to get in without disrupting the other customers because um, you're at a table seat on the on the edge, you know, okay, I'm paying for, for an experience, different experience there. Right. Oh, I, I get you. Before the pandemic, I was an AMC Stubbs member or Premier or whatever they called it. I was that. I wasn't. The subscription member celebration rewards. I got the same thing. Yeah, I did this. I did that at AMC, and I used it enough in a year that because I think it was like ten bucks a year or something like that. I used it enough that I earned enough points that I would bank enough points to pay for the next year. Yeah, it was only ten bucks, like I said. So I would do that fairly regularly, and well, every year until the pandemic. Ever since the pandemic, I mean, I've, I've been to what, maybe four or five movies since the pandemic, if that. So now I'm like you, I locally, I go to uh, celebration and you got me hooked on going to celebration downtown because you get to go downtown. Yep. Uh, the seats are awesome. They're comfy. The sound is fantastic and yeah. they can't be parking. Yeah. And then you can, you get, you know, you, they have, you could get a drink, drink. Like not yeah. just like a can a beer, you can actually get a cocktail and take it with you. And yeah, I don't know what the time limit is though, but we've gone to movies you and I together, yeah. or yeah. I've gone just with Shaley. We're go not early enough. We'll go get a drink before the movie somewhere at a bar nearby, or after the movie, we go have a couple drinks and then go. And the parking's still free. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, even if you got like three hours, and you only had to pay for thirty minutes. Like, sweet, I only had to pay for thirty minutes parking, and it's convenient, covered, whatever. Exactly. Uh, we are not paid by. By uh, Celebration Cinemas, Grand Rapids. No, we are not. Uh, but, but but if they like to, yeah, <laughs> I'll I'll take some free movie tickets. <laughs> um, All anyway. I say, I I I don't know. I I won't pay it. I, I won't either. I literally just told you how cheap I was. So if yeah, you're I was like, just trying to get a. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, if they're like, all right, this ticket's usually eight dollars, or no, it's no. Ticket and like $8. this four ninety nine for Paramount Plus gets you like you know. 24 hour access of everything they've got at any time you want it on any device. And that's still not a good enough deal for my God. This, you know, $12 tickets now 14, $15 for the, just so I can sit in the middle in the midway up. Fuck you. I'm not doing it. No, no, it's bullshit. Nope. We're not going to the movies. Yeah. And they're going to, they're going to see that. I think, I think they're going to see a drop. I personally, but, and I just don't know how long you can, you can, you know, I get it when things are busy, but like if you just do it when there's 10 people in there, like I'm fucking moving. I'm going to buy the cheapest ticket and I'm moving. Yep. Um, all right. Enough of that. What's next? Well, last thing in our news is Spider-Man Noir is going to be a TV series over at uh, Amazon Prime on their Prime uh, video. This is the second so, series they've announced. Oh, that's a Sony owned. That's right. Well, yeah. So, yeah, Sony has the rights to do anything they want with the Spider-Man universe. Wow. So, this is the second uh, thing. I think they also announced previously 
Uh, they're going to do uh, Silk, the Spider Society. That's also a series that's going to uh, film for them or going to be filmed for them. Now, for those this is animation, know, though, right? Uh, I think so. Yes. I mean, I'm assuming. Yes. Okay. Um, and what's interesting, it Lord and Miller, the creators of Into the Spider Verse, are executive producing on this, so they're going to have some fingers in this. Not a lot. They're not running this show. But it's interesting. I mean, for those of you that saw Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, this is the character that was voiced, even though he didn't speak very much, Nick Cage did a fantastic job as Spider-Man Noir. Right. Now, that said, Spider-Man Noir is not going to be, as far as we know right now, I would doubt it would be, Cage is not going to voice the the character in this show. Is, it, is, is, is that character good enough to carry a, a show? Gut reaction? No. Yeah, not for me. Um, I may watch it. But I may not. I'm not jumping. But you know what? Okay, I have the actual Peacemaker comics from the 80s. Nothing about those comics is really anything like the show we got. Like, if you had said, hey, man, they're going to make a Peacemaker show, I'd be like, mm, not interested. But that show, as we know, I freaking loved. So... Right now, you tell me we're doing Spider-Man Noir as a TV show on uh, Amazon Prime, or sorry, Prime Video. Michael, you're interested? If you had told me that a year ago, I'm like, I have no interest. But they sometimes surprise you. Yeah, I mean, Sony's like one of the last holdouts. There's no Sony Plus out there. So, like, all the Sony pieces of content are scattered throughout the streaming verse. Um, Which is Interesting, because they used to have, and they still have, I don't know how much is still on there, but they have a free streaming service that's ad-based that they haven't promoted at all. Oh, I didn't even know it existed. Is that like through the PlayStation? No. It, well, oh. they had the they did do, used to do TV and TV shows through the PlayStation. They did a couple, and nothing happened with them. Mm-hmm. No, uh, Crackle. That's theirs? That's Sony. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's what where- What a stupid uh, name. What a shit name. Getting coffee, riding in cars, getting coffee or something like that. The Seinfeld yeah. show. Yeah. Comedians in cars getting coffee. Yeah. That started on Crackle. Oh, I thought it started on YouTube. I believe. Well, maybe it started on YouTube, but it was on Crackle for a long time. And then Netflix obviously picked it up. Right. Because um, everything goes to Netflix eventually. Yeah, we'll see. I think, you know, uh, the streaming world's going to get pretty competitive the next few years and i think you might see some consolidation of things um well, we're already seeing it yeah but i mean bigger i think you know just because netflix is first doesn't mean they'll be there forever no you know it's funny i i know we're doing taking all kinds of tangents and whatnot well that's this episode we, we we preface that um i was listening to a podcast the other day actually that conan o'brien needs a friend and he was talking to a woman in Thailand, and she mentioned all the Thai and Korean soap operas that her mom watches on Netflix. And what a lot of people don't realize, I think, is that Netflix is truly global. They have bought mm-hmm. so much IP right. in parts of the world. Like, there are whole shows and series and movies, like mm-hmm. India, which has a billion people, you know, 
three times as many people as in the U.S. And Netflix owns that. Like, so I know the old adage is, it's not what you make; it's what you keep. They can own all this stuff if they're not making the money back. It doesn't matter, right? Exactly. So when you have Apple, who will people will laugh at? Well, it's small. And it's like, yeah, but you know what? If they don't make anything on that service, that's not their main business. Their business is is true. product. It doesn't matter. This is a, a a a line item that is like, let's keep people in our system. You know, let's get them to buy another iPhone. Well, let's just throw in this content. You know, um, kind of like Amazon Prime. You know, that's just bundled in with like all the Amazon shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. I would not pay for Amazon Prime. On its own? No. 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 But, but, it's it, it, bonus. but to that point, though, I'll give Amazon kudos. They're not just like phoning it in. No, they're spending hundreds of millions of dollars. Right. So like you, you, part of to keep you part of Prime, they're not they're not just saying like, hey, you know what? Here's a few things that you might like, you know, um, to watch. Uh, but, you know, you're still going to get your stuff in two days. Thanks for that Prime. And here's your other, you know, here's your free books for the week, month and all that kind of stuff to keep you in there. But like yeah. they spent a shit ton on Lord of the Rings, like more than anybody else on the planet would spend. Um, that said, that $79 subscription when I first signed up is now like <sighs> 129 has got billed this month. That, so it's gone up significantly. It has. They're getting it, and I haven't walked away because I'm still addicted to Prime and my stuff getting to me. And yeah, Whole Foods no, now. Less, less, less stuff shows up in two days now. Less stuff is now part of that Prime. That said, you're right. I, I use the streaming all the time. All the time. I listen to music all the time. The fact that I can listen to any music, like any well, artist they have in their catalog. I don't pay for that. Well, you can because I already have the Apple I'm stuck in it. Right, right. I only do it. And the only reason I, well, actually, I pay extra for that. What the hell? I need to stop paying for that. Anyway. <laughs> Point is, um, yeah, they have. I, I think, I think, I don't think Netflix might be here in five years. I think they will. I don't know. I, that is not in its current form. I don't know what it'll be. Um, it'll be interesting. They had a growth. They had growth again. They did have growth, but I don't know if they're, if they're, uh, profitable. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, they are, they, they didn't try to roll out the anti, uh, password sharing and then that did not go over well. I mean, believe it or not, the discovery channel streaming now owned by Warner brothers, they were going to, they were going to put it into the HBO Max, they were going to combine them into one thing. I think they saw uh, at some point. Well, here's the thing. Well, this is news too. I guess we somehow got into streaming news, but um, I heard this today is that there's 25 million subscribers of Discovery on its own. That's pretty good. It's four ninety. Really it's four ninety a month, right? If they force that, so they're kind of backing off. If they force that into a quick merger, there's people that just have Discovery that may not want to pay the, the $17 for HBO max is what it's going to cost once they roll it in. Um, so they decided like, if you're already an HBO max subscriber, you'll get discovery because you're already paying the premium. Um, but if you still want to just keep discovery on its own, you, you don't have those, the channels, it's still four ninety nine. They're going to keep it on its own. I have to believe there is a fair amount of old people that love discovery plus. That's what I mean. That like, don't want, HBO or don't care for it, you know? 
So they're, they're not forced. They're not forced to be upgraded right now. Now, I think long term, they'll end up blending it in. You know, there'll be a show or something. They'll right. cross promote. They'll throw something on there. Well, you could see, you know, uh, Game of Thrones if you pay this or whatever. Uh, anyways, it's just another another streaming thing. Um, you know, we're all going to get nickel and dimed and nothing left at the end of the month. That's the way it works. Yeah. Remember when cord cutting was the, so cool, but. Oh, I knew it was failure. I, I, I'm such a cynic. I'm like, you know, you people don't really get why cable's cheaper because they, the conglomerates sold commercials as a group right? and everybody wants it to be a la carte. Like you idiots. Once it's a la carte, you're going to pay three times the amount. Cause you were actually getting a bundle deal because of commercial yep. sales. Like, Hey, if you buy it, you know, on TBS, it'll also run on these other things, even though it's, it's a little less, but you get that. Oh, okay. You know, cause there's those niche things, but you still yeah. get a commercial over there and that's gone. That's gone. Oh no, We've replaced from 30 years ago, we replaced ABC, NBC, CBS, and Fox with Amazon, Netflix, Disney plus, yeah, ESPN plus, well, ESPN, um, Hulu, Hulu yeah. and maybe, maybe Apple plus. And now each and every one of them are trying to find live events. So Apple's got, you know, uh, major league soccer and you've got Paramount will show some CBS live events and. Oh yeah. So again, not really super geeky, but Paramount plus used to stream the uh, women's and men's national soccer games. HBO Max bought those rights, so which is fine. I have HBO Max, but uh, we had to watch the last couple uh, women's and men's games on uh, HBO Max. It was freaking terrible. Yeah, bad announcing. No, it wasn't. Bad. Well, part of that, yeah, because they hired commentators like, "Who the hell is this person?" Right. Because uh, the people from Paramount, they just brought people on from CBS Sports. Yeah, because it's owned by them, right? Exactly. But HBO, right. like, well, here are three people I've never heard of. Yeah. But on top of that, it wasn't that. The quality was terrible. Oh, that's too I'm bad. Like, I would watch it on Paramount Plus and it's in it's in either 1080p or 4K. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's got sports has got to be at least 1080p for people now. Like, it's kind of ridiculous yeah. not to be. Yeah, it was terrible. Part of it may have been just how they uh, it was the middle of the day, but I don't know. It was terrible. Terrible. Ugh. Anyway. Terrible. All right. Let's jump into our geek this week. Um, I had one thing on here, which is everybody knows I'm reading Lord of the Rings. I've got making good progress, about halfway done. Um, so we'll leave it at that. But you know what? I, I just realized what I did the other day. Uh, I was tired. We were flipping channels and X-Men 2 was on. And I oh, watched nice. it. And I watched it. And I was As I was watching, I was thinking, I think I missed the X-Men the most for Marvel. And I really want to see that now. Like, I really want to see what they're going to do with that. I think they can do... I just want to see that storyline and how they bring them in and all these great characters that they have and the social commentary and um, they, they got to get to that quick. Like, I don't want to wait five more years for X-Men. I don't think we'll wait that long because they've dropped hints now in Miss Marvel. Yeah. But also in Wakanda, no more flat out says, right. I'm a mutant. Right. But they're laying that ground. They're going to show up sooner than expected. Remember, there are some things slotted in the uh, MCU that have no title whatsoever. Yeah, but it's been getting pushed. Things have been pushed back a bit, and it's kind of a mess. Not a mess on their fall. It's just because, you know, there's been log jams in in, uh, CGI and, you know. 
yeah, a hundred year pandemic will do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Things happen. But during that pandemic, somebody also created chat GBT, so they could have wrote the scripts by now. Can write it. Can write it in five minutes, right? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those. That's that's what Cameron does. Sorry, was the wrong. Oh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> this is all jokes, people. Yeah, I don't know. If that's a joke for the Cameron uh, for Avatar. The opinions of Joe are not the opinions of Kybercast. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, they are. <laughs> uh, so if uh, James Cameron, you want to sue someone? Remember at the beginning. When I said I'm one half, <laughs> uh, the Chat DBT GB, I can't even say it. Chat, don't sue, just don't sue me, James Cameron. That's all I gotta say. Can't sue you for that. Don't sue me. Um, so yeah, that's uh, I, I was kind of really geeking out over X Men. I mean, you watch those older ones, and like it, it's aged a bit. You can, you can. It's I don't know if they're aging well, um, but I yeah. like those movies. The out X1 of all X2. the X Men films that have come out, just straight X Men. That's the best one. Yeah, it's really good. I mean, that whole beginning with Nightcrawler. So good. So good. So good. They, I mean, so good. A little bit with, you know, Logan figuring out who he is and fighting the other, you know. Imagine if he would have stayed that the other Logan-esque, the, the, the woman. Imagine if he would have somehow hit her enough not to have, to, to knock the, uh, Whatever that serum was to control her mind, okay. and then and then she became who she was. Like, boy, what what a duo that would have been! <laughs> right. Uh, I'm not even sure if that particular character is in the comic books, but it was it was. Uh, I'm just looking forward to new X Men. Talking about Deathstrike. I don't know what her name is. Lady Deathstrike. No, was it Lady Deathstrike? The Asian. They had the like nails that came out like her. It was yeah, basically she was basically. That's Lady Deathstrike. She's oh in the okay all right so. Um. Well, she wasn't in the movies very long, and she didn't speak much. So, she's basically like a cybernetic uh, female Wolverine. Yeah, she's badass. Yeah, she was. Anyways, I was looking. For, I'm looking forward to the new, if it ever comes out. So, how about you? Don't have a lot this week. Uh, you know, I always watch geek shit and all that. Or not even geeks. I watch a lot of movies and TV shows, but. Lone Wolf and Cub, Volume 6. I finished Volume 5. I'm now well into Lone Cub and Wolf, uh, Volume 6, Lanterns for the Dead. Damn, this comic's good, but... Or, sorry, manga. It's so good. It's so good. One day, one day I'll partake in that, but it will be not... The, but it's not this day. Well, FYI, I bought them all on Humble Bumble, so I have them all DRM-free if you want them in PDF. All right. Speaking of which, Joe... If you ever want to borrow it, I picked, I dug out my collection of all-star Superman. Oh, really? Yep. I have, I have it. I have a digital copy, which is through Amazon, but I actually, I bought it at least a couple different times. I, I think I bought them issue by issue, but I pulled out my 12 issue trade paperback and was poking through and I, I basically reread the last chapter just to kind of remember where it ended. Yeah. What's the, again, um, I think what I should be reading is like, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, oh my God! Bra- no, um, the yeah, authority. Bra- the authority is what I feel like I should watch or read. Oh my, God. oh my God! It's so good. You can borrow those too. I have them all. That feels like it would help me understand maybe where James Gunn is heading. Yeah, 
I can lend you those. I have those as well. Cool. Cool. We'll Though, apparently, they're impossible to find on uh, Amazon now. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. They all sold out. There's two collections. Two massive paperback collections where they basically just collect the entire runs. Yeah. The first 12 issues of Warren Ellis and the 12 issues of, of Mark Millar. And- you know, it's funny. I don't know what the what the the uh, correlation is, but I'd be interested to understand how much of the needle that James Gunn just moved of selling old stories uh, for DC to pick up some money that way that without anything even being done, just talking about those things like Swamp Thing, what's that? And somebody goes, buys a Swamp Thing, DC. Uh, well, that's the thing. After he announced, I was like, oh, I was not familiar with Supergirl, uh, Woman of Tomorrow or Girl of Tomorrow, whatever it was called. So I looked it up on Amazon. I'm like, eh, okay, it's still pretty much full price. I'll put it on my wish list and I'll watch the price on that. And sold out. Every single copy. Gone. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I will check that out at some point. Hopefully before the movie comes out. But, you know, DC's going to go to back to press on all those things. Sure. Why not? That's that's the reason you make these movies, too. It's not just, you know, the money made at the movie box office. But it's your whole, it, it feeds the a lot of the the, the, the comic side of it. Well, that's you the like, thing. I mean, that's where they don't count. I mean, yes, they, they count the, you know, the, the butts and chairs and the people paid for their tickets. But, you know, DC owned those rights. Like you said, how much money do they just make the last couple of weeks selling comics? Yeah, I mean, even stuff that like, you know, when I never read Shang-Chi when it came out. So I grabbed an origin one digitally. Oh, I want to see that, you know. What did they do with back then? It's totally different. Or uh, Iron Fist. I never read Iron Fist until it was coming on Netflix. I'm like, I want to see what the real Iron Fist story is. is it different than the, you know what I mean? Like, right. it just gets you back or the original Daredevil or whatever when these things come out. So, um, yeah. I have uh, Daredevil Reborn digitally. So I need to reread that. I'm glad I have it already. Yeah. I need to read that before the show and probably before. I watched Daredevil season three. Three. <laughs> uh, you said it. All righty. Um, hey, we got a Patreon page, patreon.com slash kybercast. Let's just say if you wanted to give us a buck a month, we have that on there. And that would help out our show tremendously with the cost of so $12 a month. You get all this fantastic content, uh, we think. I don't know. Could suck. Uh, but it's only a dollar. It's not like four ninety nine. Michael wouldn't pay four ninety nine, but I think he'd pay a dollar for Paramount Plus a month. I uh, would. <laughs> so, um, you know, check us out. Patreon.com slash KyberCast. So for main topic, we have a couple of Bad Batch episodes to catch up on. I'm behind two of them. Uh, episode five and six, Entombed and Tribe. Uh how about we start with number five? Uh, it's, it's it's actually so far out of my consciousness. I'd have to actually read a little bit of the Wikipedia to get me back of it, which tells you how much I really didn't care for this episode. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that we need to spend a lot of time on this episode, but the episodes I've liked so far deal with the question of the clones and what happened to them because – when we get to Star Wars, A New Hope, and Obi-Wan references the Clone War. That was such a big thing when I was a kid. Like, what was the Clone War? What was that all about? And now, obviously, they've gone back and they've filled in so much information. 
But we never see any of the clones. Not that they're not there. Uh, there's some out there. We just don't know that they're clones. And in fact, they've kind of retconned the fact that one of the rebels that had a darker complexion and a big white beard and bald is po- in Return of the Jedi is possibly uh, Rex. Mm-hmm. You heard that rumor? Oh, yeah. 100%. So, well, uh, it's kind of retrofitted, but yeah. Yeah, they read, they went back and didn't retcon that. So they, they didn't create. I don't think they created the animated part of Rex. I think it just said like, "Hey, that guy kind of looks like." And they kind of like put that into the lore. But that's cool. Why not? Why not? It it works. It works. Right. right. I mean, yes, the fans came up with that. Are they going to over the course of this series and any other subsequent series make a dotted line that kind of leads to that? It kind of looks like they're going that way, especially from well, we'll see. We've seen Rex before, right? Anyhow, the point is, I'm getting a little off track. The episodes I like are the ones that deal with what's going to happen to the clones and how Rampart and the Empire are trying to basically get rid of them and switch to conscription. That's what we've seen in right. the pre- previous episodes. So this is more of this entombed is more of a throwaway episode. I would think so. I mean, there could be more to it. There but. could be down the road, but I was like, they just basically went into this place and then it was Indiana Jones meets Mecha Godzilla. Like, what is this? Yeah. They found this valuable thing within it that was worth a bunch of money, but it happened to be basically like the restraining bolt on this giant mech. Okay. Point. I mean, there's some things about there, like, you know, chasing treasures and what are you going to give up? I mean, there's, you know, pure lines from last crusade in that, you know, Omega, let it go. You know, it was like, um, just like uh, Last Crusade. You know, what are you going to choose? Fun and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, it wasn't for me. I, I, you know, I also want to know Omega's significance more. Like, is she going to embody all the best traits of the Bad Batch? Like, I thought maybe she'd be like an amalgam of those. Um, will she meet Boba Fett? I don't know. Um, I'm really curious about that too. So like, and I think they've taken a back seat. She's actually literally taken a back seat to the story. So hey, you got the bad batch story and then you got these side things or may, maybe I know part of her is like just getting out there and out, finding out all the new things. And she's in, you know, captivated by all the new stuff and captivated by, by uh, Wanda Sykes character. Who's just, I, I just don't care for that character right now. Um, cause I just, her voice annoys me. I have nothing against Wanda. It's like, she's funny, but I, that voice just, it's like chalkboard to me. It nails on a chalkboard. Uh, cause it takes me right out of it. It's like, I know who you are. I know who that voice actor is. She's not doing anybody different. It's just her. And, uh, so that's the face I see. And like, it just takes me out. I know who it is. I, I you know, right. Uh, and no different than if like Christopher Walken did, you know, because I, I couldn't get past that, right? Right. He's very distinctive, right? Like, like what are you going to do? You're going to have, like, you know, you clones. <laughs> you, you, you're not nice. You know, like, what are you going to have? Like, you, you don't want to have that voice. And it would throw you right right off. Um, right. So it's one of those things. And I, I would rather they get voice actors that know what the hell they're doing instead of, like, try to shoehorn a star that I don't she's not a voice actor to me. And it's, it's an incredible talent to do voice acting. And um, for instance, it's one person doing all the clones that they find a way to have their own 
character. It's the same guy's voice. Right. But yet each clone's voice is is distinct. Yeah. No, I, I don't disagree with you. And I think it works best when they throw in a celebrity that can actually alter their voice. So you don't necessarily know. Like Tales, Tales of the Jedi. I don't know how much you change your voice. But Bryce Dallas Howard as Yaddle, that worked. Yeah. I didn't know it was until the credits. Right. I also but, don't know if I would know her voice anyways. <laughs> maybe, that's, maybe that's part of the problem. Right. That Wanda Sykes, like the Christopher Walken example you gave, yeah. her voice is unique. It's too distinct. Very distinct. So it's like, uh, uh, and, and no. It's hard to separate the character from the person. Right. When her voice is that distinct. Right. Right. Um, but that episode, I I would say it's a, a not throwaway, but definitely filler. Well, we don't know. Oh, if it felt a bit filler. In later in the season, but I know it was. It's been a couple of weeks, and I know you weren't a huge fan of the faster episode with the racing. It was. It was okay. It was okay. I like that episode better than this episode. I, I do too. One hundred percent. I mean, at least you get to learn about, you know, a couple of the different clones that you get to learn more about them. Exactly. So, you know. Yeah. So in Tomb, for me, I was like, okay, it's a big giant robot or mech and it's destroying stuff. And, oh, it's going to possibly destroy their ship. You knew it wasn't going to destroy their ship. Right. And then they destroyed it and then they left and it's over. (laughs) Right. 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 And they didn't get the treasure. Um, So... Okay, episode six, Tribe. Now, I, now, this was a better episode by far. Agreed. And it wasn't, but I, I don't know if this one's filler or if it tried to tell a story, but I mean, you they introduced a new Jedi or, or Padawan uh, that happens to be uh, a Wookiee. Yes. What was his name? Uh, Gunji? Gungi? Gungi, yeah. Which... You know, for fans of the old Star Wars novel, novels, and especially like the uh, what, the new Jedi Academy and stuff, I mean, we're talking books that came out over 20 years ago now, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. There were, there is at least one Wookiee Jedi. I think his name was Hybaka. Well, there's also in the in the uh, the High Republic. There's a, there's, ton, a there's a few. Yeah, there's a Wookiee Jedi in there too, and he's Which, awesome. It's cool. I like it. Yeah, why can't they? Right. Yeah, right. Exactly. You know. No problem with that. Right. But Uh, it was also interesting this episode because, you know, obviously Omega being young, Gungi being young. Yep. They kind of bonded. But then, you know, we've already known that they've hinted at and well been more and more overt this season with Omega being force sensitive. And then here she is meeting an actual youngling. So. That was interesting. They they had a kind of that connection too, right? So. This episode had a um, and now I'm I'm bi- not biased. I'm influenced by what I'm reading right now, Lord of the Rings, in that you've had like this industrialized industrialized people that want to take over this planet that is very much of nature. Like you know, even when he gets his hands on the trees, right, and the trees are talking to each other. That's that's right out of Tolkien of. Uh, the trees talk to each other and things like that. So it's, this is, there's a lot of nods to 
uh, Tolkien in, in, in this episode. You wouldn't pick that up, Michael, because you haven't read it and you haven't watched Lord of the Rings to pick it up. But um, No, but I can see that. I mean, it makes sense. Uh, so there's a, there's a lot of na- nods to that stuff that 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 maybe people haven't seen, but it's about you know trust. Uh, it's about you know um, family and and friends and you know home world and all that. And uh, the Trandoshans are, uh, let's say, um, what do you call them? Orcs. They're like the orcs. Let me you ask know, this. I mean, are all Trandoshans pieces of shit? Well, they're lizards, right? Cool. You know, they're, they're, yeah. I, I don't know if they all are because there's, no, because there's a, uh, there's a Trandoshan Jedi in High Republic. That's awesome. That's right. That's right. Because doesn't he lose an arm or something? Yeah. But it grows back because they're lizards. Right. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. I was just curious. I was wondering if the Trandoshans are kind of like. No, Jedi. because what's her name's a Trandoshan in Bad Batch? The, um. Real yeah, permanent character. I wouldn't call her good necessarily. She's yeah, but she's good. not horrible yet. She may turn. That's fair. That's fair. I was just wondering if the Trandoshans were like, you know, the Gorn in Star Trek. No, they just kind of look like that though. Right? The original one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they kind of do. <laughs> you know, what, what do they say? Uh, imitation is uh, something, blah, blah, blah. Sincerest form of flattery. Yeah. Um. And that's why I try to do imitation. And that's why I try to do Christopher Walken that failed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so what, what what's your take on this episode totally? Like is there something that you found in here that that I'm missing? Um No, again, knowing that this is the Clone Wars, I'm assuming this is going to pay off in a way. It feels a little bit less like a throwaway episode than Entomb did just because I, and I could be wrong. There might be something coming from Entomb that kind of links the back later, but you know, Gungi being a Padawan and then obviously Omega being force sensitive. Mm-hmm. This is a plot line we're going to see continue. So whether or not we see Gungi again or anything like that, I'm not sure, but it is a plot line that's going to shoot through at some point through Omega's story. So that said, it's I'm not super interested in Omega. Yes, she is interesting to a degree. But for me, the focus of this show is the clone question. And basically I'm wondering, I I have to believe at some point the vast majority of clones are going to be wiped out. There's going to be some kind of genocide of something. Because it looks like the Empire is doing their best. I mean, at least- I told you that was my- my thought for the last episode because they they put the titles up there and the titles were Plan Ninety Nine, which is the opposite of Order Sixty Six. There's a Plan Ninety Nine to kill all the clones. It's it's the flip of the of the numbers. That's what I wonder because they yeah. That was my my interpretation back on the first episode that we talked about. Just want to make sure people remember well, that when that shit happens. They're gonna, hey, that no, guy, you did say that. And I I that. give you credit for that. You did make note of that when we first talked about this. And I think that's a very good um, a good idea. I, I think you're right. Obviously, you won't know till it shows. But, I mean, it goes back to, and I think I said this at the time, it goes back to assassination. The, the first person you assassinate uh, is the assassin, right? After, after you have someone do your dirty work, you get rid of those, you get rid of those lines. Yeah, like Clone Wars. Yeah, the Clone was, Wars. No, I mean, Attack of the Clones. When the uh, Jango Fett was trying to kill... Um, 
uh, Padme. Right. And you hire that whatever creature that turns into the face changes. Um, oh, yeah. And then you get the dart, the Camino dart. And that's how, you know, Kenobi went and met Dex at the diner where, where Ron Howard was with um, American Graffiti. <laughs> oh man you i was like where is he taking us <laughs> but the, the point is that's funny um you know the clones have served their purpose and as the emperor and the empire have proved time and again once something or someone or in this case someone's once they have been utilized they're discarded and removed right so that's the storyline that has my interest has the bulk of my interest omega's fine i know we're going to hear more about her and it's not you know because my your comment the joke community earlier it's not because she's a woman <laughs> it's just that's that's i'm i'm really i've invested with these clones especially you know with with crosshair uh finding out he pulled his chip and he's still willing to kill other clones because they're not following orders. Right. This is, this is interesting because there's conflict. You got clone versus clone. What's going on? How is this going to, how is this going to turn out? So all that to say tribe, it was a fine episode better than entombed, but it's not the plot line that I'm most interested in. Right, 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 right. We'll see. So I think the new that's the, now you've watched them, but I need to watch the next two, uh, seven and eight. Um, and my guess is I'm not going to read the wikis, but uh, my guess is it's going to be start heading in that direction. So I, I, look, I look forward to that. Uh, well, what we that that fill up our time. Uh, not that we have to fill up time, but I mean I don't know if we missed anything or anything you want to hit beforehand that that you know in terms of. Uh, I'm actually ahead of you now, so I don't want to say anything else because I, I yeah, don't. Like, I'll like watch them tonight. I'll watch them tonight before I go to bed. Uh, you know, we mentioned last week. Uh, we're not going to say who it is because until we have our interview. Uh, but if this person is listening, uh, we look forward to interviewing them uh, in the next couple of weeks, and we uh, apologize for some of our uh, crazy scheduling that we. <laughs> Basically, folks, we had an interview lined up that we thought was for today. Uh, and an idiot, Michael and I, both of us, uh, got so geeked out on the DC stuff that we actually <laughs> talked about all that while we were supposed to have our interview with a person. And she is, well, I give away as a she, but um, I'm not going to say who, but she was delightfully nice to us and uh, understood. And we're going to we're gonna try and make that happen. So we, we're going to get some dates out there. We want to make it happen because... Um, we think it's awesome, um, but just a very good to us, uh, to us idiots. So hopefully that happens in the next couple of weeks. I'm excited for it. So again, not going to give away any spoilers either, but uh, this is an interview I've been gunning for for quite some time. So I'm right. hoping it happens. Right. And uh, also I'm thankful that she realizes that um, geeks are idiots sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> most of the time we are. Uh, but Michael, how can people tell us to our face that we're idiots? To our well, face? Well, not to our face. Well, it's kind of. So we're always our fa- are your faces in the phone when that you read true. it. That is true. 
Well, you can tell us to our face virtually <laughs> by going to either Twitter or Instagram, or you can find us at KyberCast. Facebook, if that's more your style, we have both a page and a group at the KyberCast. And if you'd really like to uh, help out the KyberCast team, you can go to patreon.com slash KyberCast and literally just a buck a month. That would be awesome. Uh, but the best way to help out the the show is to smash that subscribe button and tell a friend about the show. More listeners uh, really helps us out. Um, we thank everybody for listening. Uh, but, uh, you know, leave a review if you like on any of those pod catching systems. Tell your friends you can find us pretty much anywhere or go to kybercast.com. All of our episodes are streaming there. You can listen straight from our website. So if you don't want to use an app um, to, to uh, listen to a podcast or you don't know how or whatever, just go to kybercast.com. You'll always see the latest episode on the main page as the first thing to uh, listen to or you can go into each blog post and pick that episode to listen directly in that post so uh, I think that about covers it this week we have um, hopefully some things happen in between now and next week uh, we know that we're still a, a week out for Ant-Man I don't know I'm, I'm quite sure we won't see it before our next uh, podcast because uh, it's actually that Thursday, Friday that it comes out next week. Uh, so we'll, we'll hopefully something happens uh, in some news and we can talk about it. Uh, anything else, Michael? No, I think you covered it, Joe. Cool. Uh, so until next week, thanks for listening. And this is the way. I have spoken. What a piece of junk. Boring conversation anyway.